stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from the NHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. I have all these new buttons on here. And I almost pushed the wrong button. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. You know the best part of this new lighting setup? With the light being the sun in the sky? Yeah. Uh, you really get to see how white I am. You're pretty really, white. Really dude. revealing. What's up, pretty guys? White. My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram on today's show. The Dodgers are the best in the business right now. We have the best record in the league. We'll talk about that. We'll go over this past week. It was a lot of fun. Uh, beating the Padres is always really fun. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, but uh, we're doing it with some struggling players. Struggle busting. Still finding a way to get things done, even though some of the main guys have not got going yet. The defense is a little offensive, is what you called it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like you know, it's offensive. Like yeah. like how white you are. Yeah, 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 it's very. I'm pretty white. It's very unappealing. I look like a glass of milk that's been sitting out for too long. Also, the naggy injury bug, which we got hit hard with in 2021. We've been able to avoid it for the first two weeks of the season, but it kind of has that feeling like things are kind of rolling in the wrong direction again, and uh, not good. Plus a giveaway, because we're doing giveaways all the time now. Yep. Oh, we we get, you got to pick a winner, by the way. Yeah, I got it. We're good. Right, Locked good. in for justice. Oh, I'm back to <laughs> negative, negative one. one. Hell Put yeah. It on the board. Before we get into the show, we got to remind you, this is a podcast, so if if you guys aren't, uh, you know, watching us now, you could listen to us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, Pandora, Player FM, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We're going to be there. I also should note now that our podcast feed is going to change a little bit, and it's just going to become a home for all of our, most of our Dodgers Nation content. So you're going to hear another show we've been doing on YouTube, uh, The Roundtable. You're going to hear Doug's show. You might hear Eric, which we guys know how much you love Eric. And that's why he's here. What's going on, Eric? Look at that. Give the man the clap. I tried to I tried to fix his lighting, but it's still just... It's better. It's it's better, but you, 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 you sat... And that's a problem. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But Eric's here. He's going to be monitoring the comments if you guys have anything good that we happen to miss. Yes. This is also a live stream, so drop your comments here. Let's have some fun. Let's find some comments right now. V-Track on uh, YouTube says, when's Justin Turner coming back from vacation? <laughs> when, when is he coming back from vacation? That's good. That's something that hasn't been talked, out, talked about very much, and we will get into that, because JT is looking uh, every bit of his age, every single bit of it. Courtney, I'm so sorry. You're not going to like this. You're going to get blocked. Yeah, that's fine. I understand that, and, you know. Way to, way to defend. Uh, did you already say Baselord? Talked about Doug? Uh, no, I only did one comment. Doug, Baselord says Doug is my friend and always will be. We love Doug. Doug's here. I should have put a microphone on Doug, but I didn't. I didn't yeah, think yeah. that far ahead. He made it seem like he didn't want to be here, and he was trying to get his way out of being at the office, but, you know, we got to be at the office. Hatfield checking in over on Facebook says, how's it, lads? It's... Oi. It is. Uh, it, it is. Leslie's in the stream. She says first, which is a lie, because she's not first, but it's always good to see you. Leslie, uh, both in name and in real life, which are things that have happened now. Christina's checking in on Facebook from the 559. We got uh, Woo. Fresno, I think. Ready for Dodgers from uh, Caroline Alba. Mm -hmm. Checking in on the stream and then all those comments. We got 805 over here from uh, Nicolas. Nicholas. Nicholas. 
Bob Nightingale, Slam Diego, more like Slam Your Mom. Am I right, Brooke? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Anthony says I'm a vampire, by the way, which I've been told by many people that I have vampire are, tendencies. I like dark rooms. You are like a bloodsucker. Very much. I do leech off of other people. <laughs> I'm very tired all the time. My skin sparkles. What else? Oh, you're one of them newfangled vampires. I play baseball with my vampire yeah. family. You ever met Kristen Stewart? No, I don't think I would like her very much, though. Okay. Yeah. You're not like Kirsten Watson? Yeah. <laughs> Different story. Daniel Lawrence M. on YouTube says, Dodgers legend, Phil Pickford. We were just talking about him earlier, that lurchy dude. I love that man. Pickford? Yeah. I tell you when I saw him in the clubhouse, and he had like just flip-flops on, and was, he had the show flow like very, and that's very it? flowy. No, Tell not him. just flip-flops. No, okay. no, no, no. Was, like, <laughs> Just flip-flops is a bold move. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Iris is checking in. Go Dodgers from Studio City. We do got a game coming up in a little over an hour, which is why we're coming at you a little more earlier. Dan's checking in from Australia. Oh. Worldwide. Mr. and Mr. Worldwide. Caroline says you. Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> do, you, do you have a skin of a killer? Is that a, is that a thing? Quote. Is that a quote? Yeah, it's got to be a movie quote. You know, you know movies, Eric. I'm out on that one. Come I on. probably should, but I, I don't know that one. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's really You're funny. You're so dark on this. <laughs> Bob Nightingale says, sadly, coming from Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> oh, oh. Congratulations on your Victoria Gardens. I don't know what they thing? have out there. Yeah. You ever been to Victoria Gardens? It's like a mall. <laughs> I've been in a Victoria. And we're very happy for both of you. <laughs> Guys, let's get into the show a little bit right here. Uh, Dodgers are top of the pops, as I'm saying for some reason right now. Best record in baseball by winning percentage. The Mets have one more win, but one more loses. So as of this recording, the Dodgers are 11 and four, 7.33 winning percentage. The Mets are 12 and five, 7.06. Giants are 11 and five uh, at 6.88. Did not think the Giants would be here at this point, but let them play a real team like the uh, Doyers. We'll see what happens. But uh, Dodgers, again, as always, best run differential in baseball, plus 44. <sighs> Thoughts on all that? Going to Arizona tonight, playing the San Diego, I mean, the, uh, the, the D-bags for three. It's going to be easy sweep, right? right? Well, notably, right? notably, right? up until June, the Dodgers only played two games against, like, a decent team, being the Giants next week. They play a two-game set. I don't know what the hell that setup is about. I don't know. You know, I'm going to blame Rob for everything because he screws everything up, but just odd to me. This is a good time to fatten up. This is a really good time to get ahead. This is a really t- good time to, like, separate the space between us and everybody else. It's going to end up, just like I told Eric when we did our show together, the Padres are not going to be the team that competes with the Dodgers this season. They are not going to be the second-place team. They're not going to make it close as it gets down to the wire this year. It is very much going to be the Giants again. 100% it is. And they're showing it, and people are playing like it, and they're starting rotation, which I told Eric would be better than San Diego's. Arguably is. So, eat shit, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what show was this? Was, something, was this a roundtable? I don't this, know. Is NL, this is like an NLS little preview breakdown thing. Uh, I mean, I think the Padres starting. I mean, you Darvish looked pretty good. Manaya, not so much. But I'm I'm good with being wrong. I would love to see the I Padres. Just... Did really love to see the the left-handers tee off on. That Manaya. was wild. That was I was like, oh, yeah. left-handed pitcher. I was like coming off. It of, seems like, like whenever the, one hit the by Darvish. whenever media or whenever me whenever the coverage whenever the crew mentions these stats that they're just like crushing it in. All of a sudden, you know, the, the the team, the opposing team, will go out there and just. That's why you can't talk about it. Don't talk about it. That's why you can't yeah. talk about a no hitter. We were talking about that. Do you guys, how do you guys feel about talking about a no hitter during a new hit, no hitter? Um, I don't care. 
I'm very much the Joe Davis like school of thought where it's like it's I love Bill anyways, Plunkett because so. Bill gets real angry about it. Oh, yeah, it's like I've tweeted good. through this many no hitters. What do you think about that guy? I keep my superstitions to the postseason. That's when I get really odd and weird with where I sit and all that yeah. kind of crazy stuff. The but it's, it's it's the regular season. I'm I'm not gonna jinx a no hitter by me yeah. my me tweeting one of my hundred. You gotta followers. have the right nuts in your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched Game Seven of the 2017 World Series upside down. So you hanging upside down or the screen upside down? I was upside down. Yeah, I was like fat fifty cent. <laughs> nice poll. Yeah, great Super Bowl. Seventy five yeah. cents. <laughs> but uh, you feeling good about this uh, series in the Arizona? Uh, I feel good about it in the sense of this is a bad team that we should take at least two out of three from. I feel bad about it in the sense of if we do not take two out of three, that's a really bad series in that sense. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, if you win, congratulations, you were supposed to. But if you don't, you're going to look like a big old idiot. (sighs) Been known to look like a big old idiot. Yeah, it is what it is. But best record in baseball right now in terms of winning percentage obviously people are like other teams have more wins yada 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 you know what guys you don't know anything <laughs> giants are 11 and 5 right now are they not 11 and 5 yeah. 11 and 5 uh the mets i think have won 12 games so when you're looking at the standings i mean based off of how this team started this season in, in colorado is a pretty good bounce back. I mean, they, yep. sh- pro- they should have won the extra innings game in San Diego. That's besides the point right now. We should have another win to our name. But uh, everybody is very much, it's almost boring. I mean, I hate to they, say they that. They are, but once is. again, kind of that boring crew of the blue boring boys. winners. Boring, yeah. boring winners. I get yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's almost it's, like a born winner. I get it. Because you guys see, it's a play on words. But it's boring winners. Yeah, 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 in this yeah. particular instance, that's my last name. Yeah. <laughs> in this particular instance, it's, you know, you, it's better to have them winning, I guess. But. To have that, and this is something that we also talked about before. That best run differential. Why are they always, always. have such a massive, crazy run differential compared to everybody else? <laughs> if you look around the league and look at like run differentials for like first place teams, it's not super common to have like that big of a gap. And they do absolutely, they do. And that comes with good pitching and good hitting, obviously. Dick Hooker on Facebook says winning is not boring. It is not. It's not. I do. I would much rather win than lose for sure. I was at the game on Friday night in San Diego. How much of it do you remember, though? Uh, yeah, I remember the game. Yeah. If you saw me in San Diego after the game, um, it's not know. about the Don't game. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> it's not about the game. It's about practice. See, the thing is, practice. They're doing this. The Dodgers are doing this, yeah. despite having. Some really, I don't know if there's a bunch of massive issues, but there are a few pretty big-ish issues, in my opinion. The hitters, there are uh, some expected key contributors struggling mighty. The defense has not been all that good. Uh, And now we got some missing bodies with the injury bug starting to do that thing where it's annoying, and we we were down like 78 players by May of last year. There's nobody. So let's look at the hitters first. There, there doesn't seem to be much middle ground with these hitters. You got five hitters with OPSs above 750, and like just barely. Um, and one of them is Austin Barnes, six below 700. And, and the three key names there Marcus Lindbetts, Maxwell Silverhammer Muncie, and Justifer Turner. Justifer. Yeah, why not? Well, let's first let's focus on JT. We already talked about JT a little bit in the show. Uh, in the. the preamble of the show i guess we'll call it i don't know 37 year old dude struggling man 218 average 58 weighted runs created plus 
Uh, are you worried about the elder statesman who's playing a lot of DH? He, uh, look, the worry coming in for me was that he was probably going to lose it at some point. And uh, that happens to everybody. It's not necessarily him or anything like that. But, I mean, 37 and you initially we were expecting him to play the field a lot. Before mm-hmm. they got Freddie Freeman, we were like, holy crap, he's going to play the field a lot this season. Yeah. Like, there's no other way about it. How, what else are we going to do? Now you're looking at it. They're trying to force some people into third base. <laughs> Max Muncie is not a third baseman. However, they're making that work. He's he gets very, by. He gets by, for yeah. sure. But aside from that, you can put Hanser the answer over there. But, again, you lose a little bit with the bat there. I mean, I guess right now you're not really losing anything with the bat because JT's just not hitting. But all of the peripherals, I think, for me, that's where I have an issue because he's actually – do you know how many balls that Justin Turner, Turner has barreled this year? I'm going to say less than 15. One. What? He has one barreled ball. He's I'm He has accurate. a 2.2% barrel percentage this year and an average exit velocity like below 88. And that's super rough. low for him for a guy who's like 90 to 91 miles an hour. Maybe you yeah. guys don't care about that, but the peripherals tell a big story. And that story is he's not doing it like he, even if the even if his batting average were somehow very high maybe he finds all those holes because he does tend to do that sometimes yeah. when he like gets going he gets little bloopers he's, leaders. Still, he's still being a run producer in some way i think he has what like eight rbi he has like seven runs scored or it might be the other way around he's he's finding a way to get the job done but but even like you look at like his expected numbers. Like you maybe you're looking at it and you're like, oh well, these don't like tell the full story. But like a 255 actual slugging percentage versus like a 300 expected slug percentage is not very significant. And turning, well, the dude just is not. One thing we know about contact. Justin Turner, he's a slow starter. Last year he started out, you know. He was on fire, and that was a big story that actually started out well. But usually the power is not the problem, or is the problem. And then catches up. And then it catches up. Yeah. Usually he can start out and still get on base and find his ways on. But right now he's not. Babip is not terrible. It's not friendly. I think he's at like 260 or something like that. Um, maybe just not taking good hacks. Maybe just did not, like it. Maybe just not get enough ABs there in spring training against like the A squad of, t- of teams. I don't know. You also look at how they're attacking him. Those dudes are eating him up on inside fastballs this year. Like he's, His swing is you know, probably slowed down. He's 37. It happens. 37. And so if you're that guy and you're saying, here's an aging veteran that can't catch to the fastball, I'm just going to throw it right at his hands <clears> when <throat> he stands on top of the plate <laughs> and see if he can hit the ball. And so far, he's not been able to. I do think that he comes around. I do have every yeah, so bit of faith in him that he's word. going to come around. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it again. And still very early in the season. I'm not really worried about anybody at this point. 15 games in. I do worry a little bit about Walker Bueller. I think tonight will uh, really turn the table one way or another for me, deciding how I feel about him because I'm very on the fence about that guy right now. There's just something about that fastball that just does not sit well with yeah, me. Yeah, it's location. It's not there. If he doesn't have location, location, he doesn't have it. I mean, all the yeah. other peripherals on him are there. Like, spin rate's there. I would say, yeah, I'm more, I'm more worried everything. about Walker. I'm more worried about Walker than I'm worried about JT, but also there's a good reason to be worried about JT again. Age is a problem when you get older, as they say. It's Age weird how that works. problem when you get older. <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker, all right? Base Lord has a solution. Sit JT out and get Edwin playing time. I saw that one. Um, Edwin is also not very good. I don't. I, I'm not very high on the Edwin Rios train on the field. I think I would rather JT try to figure it out for a little bit longer. Plus, Dodgers doing what they do. They're finding a way to win. As is. As they always do. Why not just let them ride out? They're finding a way to win with JT not hitting. And Max and Mookie, rough. Bow wow, rough. It's pretty bad, man. Yeah, I mean, the Friday night game for me, when everybody's like, Mookie's back, 
You know, it's just one of too those dumb. things where yeah. I'm just like, he's still mm. taking really bad swings, dude. He, I mean, he hit that ball so far on Friday, though. You see how far that ball went? That, I mean, that that, 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 that kind of lines up with the idea that anybody can go in there with like 500 at bats yeah. and possibly run into one for sure. If you go up there and just swing hard, you're gonna find one. And Mookie's Mookie's much more talented of a human being to be the guy who just sits there and tries to run into one. But also, Mookie's a guy who's hitting under 200. Um, it looks like it's Babip says one thing because I looked at the numbers. I'm not a big number guy, but Babip he's kind of getting a little hurt on on the the batting average ball in play, but also he's just taking really, really, really shitty swings. He's taking um, it just doesn't look good. He's not he, he's not picking the right pitches. Like I said in our roundtable, he's not swinging at the correct pitches. He's he's watching the most hittable ones and he's swinging at nasty pitcher pitches and. Popping out or striking out. Brian's got a good comment from YouTube. He says, like Brooks mom, you guys always make my Mondays awesome. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. You got me on that one. That was a good flame for uh, sure. It was Alexis Mesa's got a great comment here. It says Jake Lamb is better than Edwin Rios. Is, Greater that, than. is that your burner account? Yeah, I did it right now. Yeah. I did one of those bring the tweets I've been talking about. He's not good right now in the minor leagues. So that being said, the other two guys. Yeah, we got similar circumstances, in there. Muncie. Right? Muncie. Okay. So here's the thing. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna say all you want to say about Max Muncy, and I had my thoughts about it. But I, when I did the deep dive into Max, I was like, okay, there's a lot in this that says that he is very productive, and he's a good part of the lineup, and he's doing good things. Yes, barrels are down. Obviously, we know that already. We know he's not squaring things up. I've been told for years barrels are overrated. They but are okay. overrated. They are. However, the dude is. <laughs> do you know how much he's walking? You he's don't realize a whole it. Bunch. He's walking in the top. Of, top four percent of baseball 19 percent of his plate appearances he's drawing walks in so yes you know still not hitting great the expected batting average just a hair above 200 not squaring up the ball often but right now it just doesn't feel like he's getting good pitches to hit and then at his point in the lineup too max is also in a very interesting position where they have to battle through mookie at the top go through freddie go through trey turner possibly go through will smith and then go through max before they get to the middle to bottom of the lineup mm-hmm. and so i think he's in a weird precarious position where this year they're going to attack him differently they're going to change things up a little bit because they got through some of their best hitters now you're flipping it over to not bad hitters but not the best hitters in the lineup so i it doesn't feel like he's getting a lot of pitches to hit mm-hmm. it is once again one of those things where he's getting screwed over by a couple bad calls again which seems to have happened with him a lot in particular i'm not sure what that is about him I, I'm sure Wait he till would, Angel is around. I'm sure he would not say anything about that. I'm sure he would not, you know, use that as anything. I would also argue, like I've said before, I don't think the elbow is 100 percent healthy, and I don't. I do, do think, think it is the a, elbow. I do I mean, think it's an issue. Yeah, he didn't get swing. He didn't get the swing a lot in the offseason, so I can see the elbow being a thing. But For sure. also, but in terms of his value right now, the dude's getting on base. He's scoring runs. He's putting himself in a position to score those runs. He's not knocking them in. He's mm. not knocking them out of the park. I mean, obviously he has, but. You know, I think in terms of his value, having a guy in the middle of the lineup that gets on base is is very underrated. And right now he's doing it. And yes, the numbers aren't there, but he's not like drastically struggling to the point of like this guy's hurting our lineup. This guy is causing pain. We should have somebody else in there. So, <laughs> uh, Jordan Jordan Ramirez is a Muncie has the best eye in the game. That that's pretty. You could argue that. Um, and go toe-to-toe with just about anybody, I, would, I feel. V-Track on uh, Facebook, or sorry, on YouTube says, uh, Max needs to be pissed off to hit well. So we need to, are we facing, uh, is, is Mason Saunders still alive? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's pitching is, this, uh, this Is he series. not pitching? I don't think so. I miss, 
Bless up to uh, what's his real name again? I don't know, I remember his real name Madison right Bumgarner. now. Madison Bumgarner, right there. <laughs> you didn't yeah. know his real name. I couldn't remember it for a second there. No, we carnivorous don't, we don't lunar activities in the stream says DMAC called me carnivorous lunatic. <laughs> WTF? Hey Doug, uh, what's what's up with that? He's got reading issues. You guys should see how Zoom did. Like he has it set up to ninety-eight-year-old woman yeah. on his computer. It's a great time. We love Doug. Doug's Doug's the man. He needs more carrots so he can be able to see. He eats a lot of carrots. Um, so we've said our piece on JT. What Between Max and Mookie, who gets it going first? Is there any long-term worry about either of these dudes? No long-term worry for me. I think... Uh, Mookie's still my pick, my MVP pick. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's a good bold uh, probably, prediction. Yeah. I probably muffed it pretty bad. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how you said it and then just immediately fell off. But Dave also said it too, so you, you can blame that on him. No problem. Dave, don't steal my shit. I think in terms you, of what you've seen out of both of them and the – let's just take the peripherals into account on this one. I do think Max finds it first. I think he finds it pretty soon. I think it is one of those things where he, it is just kind of an extended spring training for him right now. He's got to get those swings in, get those hacks in, get those uh, – Appearances in, see live pitching like that, continue to do that, and I think he'll find it, no problem. He'll be back to 35 home runs this year. I believe that. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Between the three, Mr. Eric, who are you the most worried about? Probably Muncie just because the elbow, um, but Betts has been, it's been pretty surprising to see Betts uh, start off so cold, yeah. especially since I feel like he downplayed, kind of missing some time during spring training, right? It was like, yep. oh, it's a non-issue, like, Dave's like, hey, or Doc, excuse me. I expect him to be an MVP Doc, again. Yes. You know, so I think the, the Betts one is fairly surprising. But Muncie, I just think we really didn't set our expectations properly for a guy coming off a serious elbow injury. You look three different ways with it because you got Mookie, who was doing everything but swinging the bat this offseason. He yeah. golfed. He played in a golf tournament a couple days before spring training, a couple weeks before spring training started. You got a dude who couldn't swing for most of the offseason because of an injury. And you got another dude who's old. You know, uh, three big problems of his two home runs that he hit in San Diego. One of them they did not count as a barrel. The Mookie or uh, yeah. oh, wow, his second one wasn't a barrel. It doesn't really make sense to me. So maybe Doc's onto something when he's like, "I don't agree with that." <laughs> maybe he's onto something. He might he might be onto something there. But Jordan Ramirez on YouTube, who has a better season, Belly or Muncie? Oh man, at this point, you got to ride the hot hand and say Belly. It's wrong, but. Nope. I, either way, we're going to get crushed if, nope. in the comments. Cause like, That's no, fine. You guys can push me all you want. I love that Belly just won comeback player of the week. He's having this great run. He's still batting only 270 or whatever, which is fine. That's right in line with what we all hope and pray for. I told That's you the if best he, he can do. I told you if he hit 270 this year, it's an easy World Series walk. And I still 100% fully believe that. If that dude hits 270 for the entire year, that's a cakewalk. Will you eat some spicy food if he no, gets spicy Yeah, he's retired from so the spicy. spicy if anything, we got to have him on like really shit shots. Yeah, alcohol is next up for me because. What's I'm, worse than uh, uh, Jaeger double? Malort. Ooh, Malort. <laughs> Malort. Malort. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. that's the gold standard. Listen, we're not, we're not, we're not falling down the Heidi and Frank. Heidi and Frank route. Because yeah. look at them now. I'll be frosty. Rest in peace. Update? Question mark. I think he's dead. Rest in peace, Rossi. But how's Ross Porter? That's an important question. <laughs> Anyways, a couple more comments before we get in. Uh, get on, on to the next uh, topic here. Moose1032 says he's watching pitches down the middle. Never see, um, never see Mookie do that. You do when he's wrong. We saw him doing that uh, a decent little chunk while he was dealing with injuries. And he says he's fully healthy. He says the hip is fine. Um, you know, maybe not. 
Maybe not. I have a scenario for you, though. Scenario. What's the what? The, yeah. Tight pants. During this particular more funny faces struggle, mm-hmm. we'll call it during this uh, trying to find it phase. Oh. Would you not rather have Max Muncy batting leadoff right now, given the fact that he's getting on base 20% of the time via the walk? Or, alternatively, even Freddie could be a leadoff guy right now. Freddie do you is, want Mookie Betts, a guy who is almost a guaranteed out right now at the top of your lineup? Because people are like, oh, switch Mookie and Trey. I don't buy that. I don't no. buy that at all. It is weird to have Trey running behind somebody who's extremely slow, because Freddie is actually he's very not slow. A, he's not a base clogger. Dave said Doc said he's not a base clogger. Mookie... Has just not getting on base. He's not doing any of it. Like it's no. not even so much that he's like the he's average a, isn't there, or the home runs aren't there. He's just so not getting far, on base at all. And that's your leadoff guys. Fifteen games, absolutely terrible. Table set. On the flip side, it, it's working. <laughs> so do you really want to play with it that much? That's the weird part for me because I'm like, yes, he's not getting on base, but the current lineup that they have right now is getting it done, and they're winning ball games. So, do you really want to tinker with it at this point? I mean, it's early in the season, so if you're going to, now's the time. Uh, again, what does that do for Mookie? If you're like, hey, you're moving down to the five hole. I, I think it, I think it, you can't you can't do anything like that right now. It's a drastic move that it, for a team that's winning. I don't think Doc has the cojones. No, no, that, straight up. For sure. I mean, yeah, Mookie runs that lineup for sure when it comes to Dave Roberts. And he said, I want to bat lead off. And uh, Dave battled it. Salty Dave battled it in 2020. He hasn't moved. Well, he moved for that brief amount of time here and there when Trey was leading off. Also, Trey's a bad leadoff guy for this team because he doesn't take very many pitches. Three spot, great in. Gavin Lux. What about him? I, I, would, I would go with option poison three and put Gavin Lux at the top over Mookie. But ain't going to happen. Where so. would you put Mookie if he did that? Ninth spot? <laughs> yeah, that'll learn him. Yeah, that'll teach him. Put him right back at the bottom of the lineup. So all in all, what we're saying is uh, there's nothing we could do. We've wasted all of your time. But we love you. Good night. But we love you. <laughs>
you won. Congratulations. We'll DM you. You got 48 hours to respond. And if not, Eric has to wear that helmet and walk out into traffic. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for the channel. Yeah, yeah, we could vlog that. Really, vlog style. Really, it really, really helps out the channel. Is it a mini helmet or like a normal helmet? It's a, it's a mini helmet. So okay, sure. Eric definitely has to wear it then. <laughs> yeah, make sure you guys uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that, nice, that like uh, button. Hit the notification bell. Glad you did. <laughs> Anything else? I don't know. <laughs> what else do you have to hit? Mash your mom. Um, this week we do have another giveaway with our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles. This week we are giving away. Uh, sorry, I got distracted. This week we have a set of four World Series replica rings featuring Julio Urias, Walker Bueller, Chris Taylor, and Mookie Betts. So you got four rings. You got four fingers at least, I hope. You got enough to type. You got enough to enter people's names. You're going to want to uh, check out the post that is on our Instagram. It is live now. I did it during the show while Brooke was distracting you with words. Go to our Instagram. It's at Dodgers Nation. Make sure you're following us. Follow at Elite SC un- uh, underscore Unlimited. That is at Elite SC underscore unlimited. You tag three friends in your gold. You can tag three friends in as many comments as you want. And next week on this show, at whatever time we do it on Monday, we'll announce whether or not you've won. Yes, we've seen the burner accounts. Don't give your don't log into something where you need to type something into like a browser. Don't be dumb. We will DM you from at Dodgers Nation. It's all one word. It's not an extra S. You know how many followers we have. It's not some brand new account just to do giveaways. Don't be dumb. And if you are going to be dumb, give the money to Brooke. He needs it. I do, yeah. Yeah. Very very poor, yeah, for sure. But you'll hear from us directly. So uh, good luck on winning the four rings. And that, again, is happening next week. So we talked about things that are wrong. We did. Let's talk about more things that are wrong, because we're not very good ah. at talking about things that are going well. The I'm, eye I'm test, supposed to be the negative guy. The eye test says the defense is not very good for these Dodgers so far. I gave you a blank can- canvas here for this segment. Give did, me yeah. some stuff. Make me feel a way about the defense. Okay, here's the thing. Coming into this year, I made the bold and apparently ridiculous <laughs> assumption that this was going to be one of the best defenses we've ever had because we lost Corey Seager at shortstop. Corey Seager is not a very good shortstop. He is a great hitter, an excellent ball player, if you will. However, in terms of where he's built for, it is certainly not shortstop. The man can simply not play there. With that being said, I thought Trey Turner would be a massive upgrade. He has looked very clunky. He's looked very awkward. He's made really dumb plays, and he just doesn't look comfortable, which is weird because that's his position. And I I know the Nationals were like outfielder, and they were like, eh. He's made it abundantly, painfully clear that he is a shortstop. He said that, yeah, but you're looking at his stats now, granted, early in the season, but to have negative three defensive runs saved at this point in the season is a rough look. None of his defensive metrics put him as even league average or middling. It's all below average right now, which is really a big concern considering that this is supposed to be one of the guys that were like, hey, this is supposed to be like one of the best shortstops in baseball in terms of like all-around game, and right now he's not that because, I mean, at his peak, he was like a, I don't know, a 10 defensive run save guy. Was he? I don't know. I really don't peak, know yeah. that much about him. At his peak, yeah, he was like a 10 Because he's a boring white dude, so he didn't make it on to SportsCenter highlights. Let's be real. He's pretty boring, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. He's pretty boring. He's, he's, like, boring. he's like the brook of shortstops. Woo! In your face, I up. bet his shoulder works. But, I mean, aside from that, <laughs> you're looking around the field. Uh, I mean, to, to me, there's not many more, like, huge lapses other than that. 
Like mm-hmm. he, that's the biggest, most glaring hole right now. Cody Bellinger's defense is still a step down uh, right now. I think he, I don't know where that's coming from, to be honest with you. Uh, in my mind last year, it was like, oh, broken leg. Like, of course, he's going to lose a step in the outfield, meaning that like a lot of his metrics are going to go down. But right now, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't feel like he's unhealthy. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe he's really focused on hitting. And if that's the case, like, go for it. Like, not a big deal. He's only <laughs> slightly below average for outfielders right now. So not a big deal. Not a, not a devastating blow at all. He's got the jump. He's got the good read on the balls in the outfield. Mm-hmm. If you ask any Dodger fan, like, who you want playing center field, like, just from a pure defensive standpoint, it's always going to be Cody. No one's going to go out there and be like, put Gavin Lux in center field? I don't know. <laughs> but even having Gavin Lux in left field has not been that bad. It's not that, not, that's not I, that I bad. was expecting I mean, worse. I was expecting a lot worse. He's fast. It profiles, like, on paper, it seems like it would work You well. know who looks clunky in the outfield? Chris Taylor. The, I mean, I don't know if it's just, like, an early season look or something like that, but, like, there's been a couple times where I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's where you do worry about this team every once in a while. Like, I mean, they know every win is important, but they know, like, coming out of the gate on fire doesn't really mean that much. Right. So you wonder if they're not really phoning it in, but maybe they're not, you know, they're not not cruising in fifth right now. They're... They're in, they're in neutral. <laughs> I think the thing, though, is that, you know, maybe it's one of those things where they're very much focused on, like, different aspects of their game right now. Like, with Cody, the same thing, where it's like the dude needed to get it going in the box. They needed him to find <laughs> it. They needed to find we his saw swing. saw his daughter. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> maybe that's where the lapses are. Maybe that's where the shortcomings are. I don't know. It's just weird to see this defense not be as good as you know it can be because right now yeah. given these guys and the talent that's on that field right now you know how good that they can be yeah. with the glove especially but also add in the fact that like max muncie's had, had to move around everywhere and he's with a not, repairing he's, he's no ucl Kike. yeah with this with a still repairing uh ucl in his arm uh yeah, when he I, plays second there's a lot of things that happen when he plays second where i'm like Ooh. <laughs> i i test for me defense no bueno not quite there. Uh-huh. Max is not a third baseman, but he's good enough to get by. Chris Taylor's metrics are really down in left field, actually. Chris Taylor has not played that much left field in a couple of years. I could see it taking some time. He played a lot more infield. Oh, last he's already year. played 108 innings. Yeah, and yeah. I think his most uh, since uh, like 2019. 17 is, is when he was. Full 17 time. he was full time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but well, he actually, he was full time center field. He played then. 280 in 2019, and that was the most since then. So, but. Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Just eye test alone, really disappointed in what I'm seeing out of Trey Turner so far. Because that's not, I mean, we have talked for years on this podcast about anybody would be, just about anybody would be an upgrade over Corey Seager at shortstop. Old smooth Seagerator. Um, we know Corey Seager's not a shortstop for, for the rest of his uh, million-year contract there. But we really thought we were uh, upgrading, you know. We thought we got... Got with a prettier girl here with Trey Turner, and uh, it's kind of bobbling our balls around, if you know what I mean. Another one. Look, as a, I guess I could say now former first base person, I don't, I don't really enjoy the way Freddie plays the position yet. I know he's a Gold Glover, but I think, I think there's some clunky <laughs> this there. This one's not going to go. The one that, the one, the one where he like took it off the knee. I know yeah. he's phenomenal. But, uh, you know, give me less basic with your weird little crab crouch out of the, the stretch or whatever. Give me some flair. You know, learn something from Carlos Santana. Not the guitarist. The guitarist. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plays mean guitar. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he could have 
saved a couple of these errors. Like one of the Muncie throws was not that bad. It hit the cut a little, a little janky. But um, this is us being over. Do we, do we have something positive? Eric, you like uh, being positive, I think. Give us something positive. We haven't been positive on the show yet. Barely. There you go. That's good. I yeah. love. I no, love the, the, uh, I, don't focus on the pause of positive. Yeah, got uh, it. Got it. Uh, uh. I mean, I think seeing that, that was that part of the show. I, I mean, I think you. seeing those kind of avalanche innings for the offense has been pretty, pretty damn encouraging as yeah. far as the as far as like the capability of this offense. And I think stringing hits together. Yeah, and I think people have thrown around, but it does remind me as and Clint, you'll hate this because you don't like basketball, but it reminds me of like peak Golden State Warriors, where you know the game's tied. You think Doesn't you have they a go shot? Hard in the paint. Well, right, but then they can. There's just this avalanche of offense. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you're down five runs. So yeah. I think this. You, we've seen what they can do offensively. They have not been able to do it consistently, but the pitching has built them out as well. Yeah, we know they can. Uh, when they need to click, they can click. Absolutely, it's not always clicking very well, thanks to some of the aforementioned. Struggle bus bats, but uh, as long as you're winning more and scoring more points than the other team, you're good. Well, I think too, when you have so many high profile names, like there's always gonna be a couple guys that are something. That's how baseball works. Like, you're not gonna have all nine hitters just going off and you know, winning player of the week. Don't bring your logic into this. I mean, it's just gonna happen when you have a lot of names that people know and you have a lot of expectations. Doesn't uh, doesn't Heidi and Frank have producer Eric too? No, he's uh, he's gone. Oh, they had one. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Update. (laughs) He's he's uh, he's gone. He uh, he get somebody in like Tennessee gave him his own show for some reason. So that shows you uh, desperation. Base Lord over on YouTube says, "Would you guys ever be down to do a fan meetup? If we will, we'll schedule it, and then I'll I'll bail last minute, and Clint will be there." Yeah, Brooke is real bad at uh, fans and meeting up and people. But yeah, uh, we will plan this year. We will plan our DN outing better where more people can come out. We'll uh, let you guys know that we'll be there. people care we'll about go somewhere us before the, the game. Yeah, I mean, people you just want to like meet us in person and be like, look, they are idiots. I knew it. All right. That's, that's the only, that's the reason why people <laughs> don't want to meet want us. Me, why don't you want me, man? Why don't you want me? Everybody just wants to meet Doug. We get it. Face of the franchise. Yeah, for sure. We'll Everybody bring Doug out. Doug. We'll it's a waste him. to have Doug here not on the show. Doug, just do a walk behind. Just yell. You know, he likes to. You don't have to. You're good. You look comfy. He likes to get out of his cage every once in a while, so we'll let him breathe. <laughs> this, is his, yeah, this is his break for the day. Duck and talk, so don't let him Oof. corner you in a bar if we're, if we're out there. <laughs> <laughs> I.E. Doyer says, I want to meet. Uh, I said, I want to meet you, Clint and D-Mac. That's what I'm reading it as. Get wrecked me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's you. Nobody, uh, does anybody actually like Brooke? Uh, mash that heart button if you like Brooke. Ah, uh, the ladies do. <laughs> Richard Hooker says positive. Belly will be bounce back player of the year. You think uh, Belly early uh, odds on favorite to win comeback player of the year? Did you say that on a round table or something uh, there, Chief? Um, I, if you guys remember correctly. No. I, uh, <laughs> what are we, I, said it, I said it would be. <laughs> I said it would be like a pretty like the best you can expect from him this year is for him to hit two twenty five with like twenty something home runs. Like I said, that was the best case scenario. Update. Bob Nightingale with a zinger on YouTube. Here's something positive: David Price. Oh, yeah. That's low hanging fruit. You guys usually hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's definitely like. Hey, our I'm lane. a lot like Dave Roberts. I don't think that much about Dave Price. Oh. Uh, enough I, to uh, give him a new name. I uh, I don't remember who said it. Don't remember it at all. But anyways, on Friday after the Dodgers had beaten the Padres, they were like, Dave Roberts still found a way to keep Matt Beatty out of the game. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I tweeted that pretty quickly. Oh, was that you? Yeah. Was that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I was watching the game and I was like, this motherfucker. He did just it hate, He just hates Matt Beatty so much. You know the, the joy. Everybody wants to meet Brooke's mom. What the hell? I hear she's a nice. Uh, oh, Aie I Doyer mean, wants to meet me. Oh. M-E-A-T. I, I understand yeah. um, that. That's Brian cool. M. on YouTube. Brooke, Brooke seems cool to grab an IPA with. Ooh. Just an IPA, though. No Modelo. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll drink any beer. I'm not a beer snob. You know, if anything's there, I'll drink it. Katie says, we'd love to see Clint, Eric, and Doug again soon. I'll bring the pistachios. Wow. Yeah. Big ups. Big ups for the pistachios. Yeah, big, big pistachio uh, family we got going on here. We appreciate, well, some of us. Doug really appreciated the, the pistachios. Uh, I hope to have some one day. <laughs> one of these days I will have some. Before we end the show, let's talk a little bit about this. I'm calling it the early injury bug. We've got some injuries sort of piling up, which, you know, uh, make me feel a little uncomfortable because I saw what happened last year where the team struggled so much and so so they were so bad they only won 106 games. But Blake Trindon, down with the ouchies. The Heen Dog, down with the ouchies. DP, down with the COVIDs. Is this a bunch of, I mean, the, the COVID thing is a one-off, and you wonder if that's going to have its, um, you know, super spreader <laughs> event in the locker room there. I don't know how much people hang out with David Price, but. I like this comment from Robert, by the way. He says, I don't want to meet either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best call. Somebody just won a million dollars. I respect it. You know, not anybody. Respect the like, we're not giving anybody. <laughs> Ie Doyer says, "I hope they aren't downplaying Blake's shoulder." And it seems like one of those things where they they don't want to talk about it very much. Um, it was one of you two over there that had uh, listened to Trinan with Vassay, I think, right? That was an interview with uh, actually Doug, face of the franchise, in the no, but room. there was another thing where he was like not worried, or he was. It seemed like they were downplaying the the shoulder, but also like. I don't remember enough of it, so I'm probably speaking out of turn here with it, but I heard that it might be more of a family thing he was dealing with than shoulder or something. And that's what somebody kind of surmised out of an interview with the Vassay. That was not me. I've not listened to that. Like maybe perhaps his family also got the COVID. Ah, like he could come back. His shoulder's good, but he has the vid. Yes. We're sure, just making up maybe. news. We're making up news here. I don't know. I really don't know. I saw that was that was a, the, you know like the Reddit shithole of conspiracy oh, theory okay. type stuff. Yeah. So I, I didn't listen to Vassay. So if anybody wants to come up to their own thing, I'm sure it's nothing even remotely like that. I'm sure it's the shoulder because it makes sense. They have this quick ramp up. He only threw. He f- did not throw that much in that many actual spring training games, and uh, you know he was kind of getting worked a decent amount early. <laughs> Trinan? Lynn, yeah, Lynn Brown says family, fa- family shoulder injuries are the best. <laughs> family shoulder injuries. Yeah. I have a family injury, shoulder injury attorney, and um, that, was, that was my whole bit. Well, it's a little Say concerning, words, too, because wow. the Dodgers kind of have a history of, like, not fully disclosing injuries, right? What? Like, Joe Kelly. They are always very Max forthright Muncy, and like, very open with all of their ongoings, ongoings on. They're totally transparent. Uh, they're real good at making sure that you don't know about things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mad respect. Yeah. Mad ups to a franchise I mean, that I can think, keep it on lockdown. I think in the totality of all the amount of times that they've lied to us or withheld information, um, Max Muncy's elbow. That's all I got. They're lies of omission. Yeah. yeah. Alexis Those wants to know how too. is this a family show? Because we talk oh. about your mom. Yeah. She's, she's there. 
Like, I added more buttons. I had, look, I added this. Just felt loud. I got this. In case uh, you meet Mike Tyson on a plane. It's really good that you got your shock jockey thing going on today. Yep. That's the best noise of them all so far. Are one. you worried about these injuries? Are you worried about the Heen Dog? Uh, I am not. As you were trying to sway us. Who was trying to, was it Doug who was trying to sway us to become Heen Dog? Heeny Heads. Heeny Heads? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm still not sold not on that, by pretty. the way. I'm not going to be sold on that for a while. But, uh, you know, wrap it up at the end of the season. Come back to me and I'll tell you what's up. Not worried this year because this is one of the deeper lineups or rosters, I should say, that I feel like we've had in a long time. Uh, that was a conversation that you and I had had where we were talking about the bullpen crunch before because the bullpen crunch is coming, obviously. It's gonna, they're going to obviously lose two pitchers uh-huh. right off the bat oh, from uh, May 1st, May 2nd or whatever. About that last week. I wasn't there. I was... Uh, didn't even listen to the show. I was show, at the stadium. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, when that happens, you also get Tommy Canley back. You also get Caleb Ferguson back, like, all around the same time. So there's a very deep bullpen, like, incredibly deep. The only Victor thing I worry Gonzalez about is a dude. He is a person, technically. The only thing I really do worry about is the fact that, like, starting pitchers. That's the only, still my only worry. It's been my worry from the beginning of the season. It's still my worry. I still very much stress out about that. Uh, Tyler Anderson is a good fill-in guy for sure. Um but he's not going to be the guy that you want to be your starter for the entire season. So you hope he, like, he's, he's going to come back like healthy and ready to go. Very much has that feeling like of uncertainty, though. Like It does really feel like that a lot. Just the way they were like talking, or he was talking about, like, I went out and threw, and it just didn't feel good. And I was just like, ooh, that's not a good sign. Because usually guys are like, not a big deal. Like, it's not a big problem. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to play mm-hmm. safe. But he was just like, did not feel good. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> That'd be bad. But with that being said, Frankie Montas is out there. So you just want the A's to trade everybody? At this point, I'm just hoping that they trade everybody and have to forfeit all their games because you don't deserve to play baseball. I mean, do you really need to forfeit the game if nobody's there to watch it? Oh, dude, they had like a. Did you see that? that 2,700. They had 2,700 people at their game one day. That's painful as hell. I think we get more people at our softball games. Yeah, and they're just playing. Also, wow, the Oakland A's are like one of my YouTube videos. That's tough. Check out Three Up, Three Down. (laughs) That's a good plug. Join the Oakland uh, Athletics of the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's, it's all about, you know, the content and the delivery and the timing and the titles. And I think Alexis, Thanks, Coach. Alexis yeah. wants to talk about, uh, uh, what's the big boy, Reyes Moronta? Oh, my guy, Gorito. I that love Gorito. A, that wasn't the exact name she said. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's worth noting that boy is listed at 265. Uh-huh. That is not accurate. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> He's a you big could, boy, man. You could put whatever you want. On your state identification, does that mean it is accurate? Yeah, I mean my ID says I'm six two. I'm definitely not six two. Yeah, he uh, he thick, he dumb thick. That boy is thicker than a bowl of. He's like he's like <laughs> nine C's with a K at the end. I oh, got the K in there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, a big yeah. boy, but I mean he, he throws. I like him. Yeah, I like watching him. When I saw him, uh, you know, first appear in because he was one of those like really under the radar signings that happened right as the lockout ended. It's like oh yeah, we also got this guy, this guy, and my boy. My baby Jake Lamb, I miss you, boo. Um, and it's like, oh yeah, who's who is this guy? This name sounds familiar. And yeah, damn. <laughs> God, and then you Google, it's like, oh, this guy's a—he used to be a good pitcher, man. When he came out in spring training, I don't think Doug was in there. When he came out, and I was like, who the hell is that? That's a big boy. Listen, there's a there's a line I love from uh, Married with Children back in the day. Where Al Bundy is talking to a larger woman. 
Okay. And uh, he had a stain on his shirt. And, and she said, I can see by your shirt you tried the meatballs. And he said, I can see by your shirt you got mighty powerful buttons. <laughs> That's how I feel about Reyes Maranta. <laughs> Former. Giants reliever. Former, former Giants, Giants reliever. reliever. Big time yeah. former guy over there. I am always going to root for the big dudes in I sports. Want my thick, I want my thick guy to be an all-star. I will always root for the big guys. Especially big guys playing positions not really meant for big guys. Especially that. Like when there's a really hefty kicker. That's great. Right, that is just Look, phenomenal. Just let him come in there. Let him just, you know, let it eat. Sure he's good at it. <laughs> and then send him to the showers. Yeah. He'd come in there, post a nice, uh, like, 1-4 ERA, which is a third of his weight. <laughs> Why are you just railing on this guy, dude? <laughs> I really think that we need to have him in here for a, an interview, to be honest with you. You I'll, can translate? I'll, I'll reach out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. We'll cater that day. You like pub mix? Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of pub mix. You want in a the chewy cupboard. bar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Here's Clint's peanut butter from camping that's been here for three months. Oh, I see. That 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 had some that had some hatred behind it. Like I'm leaving stuff in his. Oh cabinets. no, I, I eat I eat I eat it like once a week. I put a spoonful on a chewy bar. Oh, I'm out of myself. This is Eric's house. I lick I lick it. I lick out of it. I don't I don't do that. Tony Gonsolin says every team needs a fat guy. I pre- appreciate you. from the teammate. <laughs> Tony, Tony G. Roach says my nickname is Dodgers, and you know, he loves that, that expression. Come on, Dodgers. That's, uh, that's tough thanks. to come back from. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks for uh, hanging out. What else we got coming on on the, uh, on the network this week? You got a three up, three down that we don't know what we're doing yet. Roundtable. Doug, anything good planned for Roundtable yet? Some All right. You guys check out Roundtable. It's going to come out oh, on... Oh, Doug's uh, running it this week? He's running it oh, this week. Oh, it's going to be very chaotic then. You guys are going to want to watch <laughs> okay, that one. I hope you people have been watching our new uh, series, The DN Roundtable. We got some new, more new stuff coming this week on the YouTube, so do subscribe, hit that notification bell. You'll be glad you did, and uh, et cetera. My mom will be glad too. She wants something to be proud of. Until next time, find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Pandora, Player FM, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We're going to be there so you can hear me, you can hear that guy, you can hear those other two guys, and a whole bunch of wonderful, wonderful Doug that will be happening there. And again, YouTube, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Your grandma will love it. Grandma's back? I thought she died in Arizona. Porter. Guys, I am at BrookBee3. This guy is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Eric's over there. You know uh, Eric. It's his face. Get him over uh, how many followers? A thousand? What happens? Get him over 20 followers. <laughs> Go follow Eric so he has to Do cut it. his hair in the barber chair. I think that's what we all agree on. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Go Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I'm going to know, know your mom joke. Uh, but, you know, the next time you see us, it's going to be May. Later. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. 